0: Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again Mayor Joshua Marsh for the City of Greensburg for his monthly visit. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning. Good
1: morning, Tom, and everybody in the WRBI land. It's great to be back with you again this month.
0: Indeed. And, of course, uh, City Council and the Board of Works uh, meeting on uh, Tuesday night. And uh, first up, as always, the uh, Board of Works. And uh, you had a, a couple of your uh, interns uh, with a proposal for a future city project Uh, that was the uh, first thing uh, right off the bat
1: yeah it was and it was something to wrap up their time with us with marissa kane and cole steven with us this summer who spent uh, about two months with us two and a half months here in my office working with day-to-day operations attending meetings uh, learning some of the behind the scenes of what we do uh, working with departments working with our communications director to lay out the rest of the year. We've got a lot of really great events coming up this fall. So they're working on some um, advertising materials for that. Both of them are uh, Decatur County natives and are in their first year of college at different universities. So we were incredibly uh, glad to have them back with us this summer. And something that I always task my interns with each summer is to find something in the community that they can do within their budget to make it a better place for them to want to come back to after they graduate college. How do we recruit them back? What is it that they are looking for in a community that is attainable for us? And so last year our uh, interns tackled the outdoor fitness park, which has been um, incredibly well received and well utilized out at Rebecca Park. And this year um, they're taking on a bring your own, um, materials, but we're providing a space for games and community engagement and activities like ping pong and cornhole and picnic tables, four square and other items out at North Park. And if you've been following along, you know that North Park is receiving quite a large infrastructure investment this year, so I'm hopeful that we can um, tack this onto the site of it as well and get it up and running, maybe even as early as the uh, end of the year in a way that allows for more activity out there. So intern project this year is off and running and and hopefully will be completed by the end of the year. And it's something that I hope that they can be proud of and put their names on as a way to show that they are investing in the community and that the community believes in their vision for the future of it as well.
0: Yeah, that's a fascinating concept that they came up with, the uh, the game pad, and uh, I know in particular one that uh, a game that I had not heard of for a long time because I played this as a kid was Foursquare. And uh, but that's yeah, uh, I think, yeah, that, was a, <laughs> that's rather intriguing.
1: It was it was a very interesting conversation actually at the um, count or at the board of works meeting about that as well, and and the game and, and a little bit of a historical element to it. But you know, of course, adding in some of the the modern versions as well. Not that uh, cornhole is that modern, but a much newer game. Of course, ping pong's been around forever, but uh, they're they're concrete games, so they stay there. They're permanent. They're a fix and then you bring your own cornhole bags or your own ping-pong ball or your own four-square ball, and uh, you can spend time there with family in the park doing something um, else. And there's already a dilapidated facility where they want to put this, so it's really uh, twofold. It's one, to remove uh, dilapidation, but also and make improvements.
0: Yeah, again, uh, so the, they were uh, allowed to go ahead and uh, send out the bids, and again, this is, I uh, understand, not to exceed $87,000? That is correct, yeah. Uh, all right. And then uh, moving down, uh, Zeke Smith, the uh, wastewater superintendent with a uh, UV disinfection equipment uh, purchase. And uh, this kind of uh, took on some added meaning, I understand.
1: It did. And this is actually something that was talked about late last year. It was included in the new rate study for the wastewater facility. But our uh, the time is just kind of eating away at us. As everyone knows, the supply chain and manufacture of sort of high-tech equipment is very, very delayed and so UV disinfection season is the warm month here in the state of Indiana and we really need to get a new UV uh, disinfection system installed at the plant. And IDEM, the Indiana Department of Environmental Management isn't going to give us an extension. We've been engineering it, we've been working towards it but the lead times on the products now are running 260 days out and we just can't get the engineering done in order to get it sent out to bid to get bid to come back. So what we've done is we've um, declared this an emergency purchase, and we are purchasing the, the equipment that is replacing the equipment that we have, which is discontinued, um, no parts are available, and we can't operate without it. So, so we're really in this weird position that had it not been for abnormally long lead times, we wouldn't be in if you could get this in 30 or 90 days, like a normal uh, purchase, you know, two years ago, I guess now at this point we would still be looking at that, but um, we went ahead and authorized the purchase of that um, nearly for $500,000 piece of equipment um, that goes in a facility that's already built, but we have to make some modifications to it as well. So uh, 20 years is a good lifespan on something like that, but uh, it's just time to update it. Probably about a million dollar project. I know a lot of people oftentimes talk about uh, rates and, and our rates are very competitive with other communities, but when you stop and look at it, this one component, million-dollar replacement
0: item. All right, and then um, moving down, uh, City Engineer Ron May with uh, several items. Uh, First up was the uh, St. Mary's Church stormwater credit application.
1: Yeah, so we uh, have been talking about stormwater for almost uh, well over a year now, but uh, nine months the ordinance has been in place, and we've been slowly making progress on getting it um, corrected in in the billing software. So we've rolled that out, but that also means we've rolled out um, applications for credit for non-residential parcels—they can apply. There's a there's a book that's available through the city engineer that has five or six different credit applications that can be applied for that can amount to up to 30% of the parcels stormwater impact fee. And so St. Mary's uh, Church applied for uh, a direct discharge uh, credit applica- or credit and an open space credit, and they both were award- or it was awarded both of those.
0: And then uh, also uh, he uh, had some petitions to appeal impervious areas, uh, so so he had uh, a, two of those on uh, separate properties.
1: Yeah, and these two were um, two actually different scenarios, and that's why this appeal process exists. We had one uh, landowner who didn't believe that his gravel counted as an impervious. City engineer Ron May went over, reviewed it, looked at it, um, deemed it to be impervious because it was full of fines and asphalt millings and. It does generate runoff. That's what this whole project is for, is to build revenue to improve stormwater management throughout the community. We've never had this before. We have storm sewers that date back uh, probably 100-plus years, and there's never been a funding source to maintain them or expand them. Of course, we deal with a lot of flooding. We've seen that um, more and more recently as well. So that uh, appeal was denied because he does have the impervious space that was um, allocated to him. The second appeal, um, actually the parcel includes part of public streets. They're just not dedicated right-of-ways, which is a little bit um, odd in the city. The most right-of-way is dedicated, and so therefore we reviewed that and took the difference in roads that are public streets. Public streets don't pay stormwater utility, but we, we cut that out of their parcel, and they did get a reduction in their Um, impervious area because public streets are not included now in that same caveat we as the city and and our utilities are paying our stormwater fee as well so the city of greensburg owns city hall and that has impervious space and we are contributing the amount of money that a private owner would contribute to the stormwater fee as well and so um, the roads are the only thing that's public property that's not included
0: Okay, so again, uh, one denied and one approved by the Board of Works on uh, Tuesday night. So, all right, and uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout, and we'll take a look at the city council meeting from Tuesday night as we continue our conversation with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh right after this.
1: Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go.
0: And welcome back as we continue our monthly chat with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh. And uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, Jenny Fowler with the uh, Indiana Small Business Development uh, Center uh, came before council with uh, her annual report.
1: She did, and it's always great to hear from Jenny when she's talking about what work she's done over the last year. And really, in all of southeastern Indiana, she has six counties, most of them here in the WRBI listing area, and talking about having, uh, you know, businesses, 18 businesses start in her six county area for a $3 million capital infusion, which is great. And she talked about Decatur County business starts and who she's helped and the $500,000 capital infusion here in the county as well. And we're incredibly uh, proud of her. The the Greensburg Decatur County Chamber of Commerce hosts her in her office or in their office um, to Work with those that want to start a business or expand one here in Decatur County southeastern Indiana. And uh, we've got a couple more sent her way already. So we're very proud of Jenny and the work that she does with the uh, Indiana Small Business Development Center.
0: And uh, pretty much in that same vein, uh, Economic Development Coordinator uh, Brian Robbins uh, came before council. And this is uh, uh, something that we had talked about in the news on uh, Wednesday was the Heritage Hill Event Center, the uh, tax abatement.
1: This is a great project um, for the city and and for really the whole area. Heritage Hill, um, most people will know it as the old St. Mary's site, just a few blocks southeast of downtown. A great facility that's been uh, sitting empty for a very long time at this point. Um, Emily uh, Osterling, who is now a Manship, but a a Greensburg native, and her husband Evan are purchasing and going to redevelop the old St. Mary's church into an event center. And we're incredibly happy to have them here in in their dedication to the campus and they're working through the process. And uh, the city council gladly awarded them a five year tax abatement on the property as they work to renovate it and improve it and make sure that the areas are, you know, well taken care of and, and improved and just a new facility for not just Greensburg or Decatur County, but really all of this part of the state, I think they're going to do a great job with it. They've got big plans, and uh, there's a phase two, which we're excited about as well sometime down the road. So uh, just a great project to take a property that's been sitting vacant and uh, being vandalized for years and turning it into something really glad. So we're very happy to have Evan and Emily
0: Manship as uh, new community partners in that project. Indeed. So again, they're uh, looking. It looks like they're uh, targeting uh, next July to get uh, start having events there. So uh, we'll definitely uh, keep our eyes on that one. So looking forward to that. And uh, also, uh, Mr. Mayor, during your uh, time, uh, you had uh, several items. Uh, first up, uh, the uh, Decatur County Community uh, Foundation is looking for uh, somebody to serve on the Lilly Endowment Committee, and uh, I understand it's a, a familiar face. It's going to be serving on that again this year. <laughs>
1: That is true. Uh, There was quite a conversation on Tuesday night about this. I've served in this role for the last uh, two years since I've been here in in Gladly um, to be the city's representative on the uh, scholarship uh, essay review committee. And um, the council seemed that they thought I had been doing a good job with that. Uh, moved to, that I, I serve in that role again, which I'm glad to, but we had a little bit of fun with it as they uh, volunteered me for something else. Um, they all five voted yes, I voted no. I don't think my vote actually counts, but uh, I'm glad to serve in that role and, and, of course, did it in jest, but a great a great group of people that work uh, behind the scenes to help make uh, sure that our Lilly scholars um, for Decatur County are are the best that they can be, and, and I'm looking forward to serving in that capacity again this year.
0: And and you were talking about the uh, the fun aspect of it. I noticed that uh, when you uh, brought it up, you uh, remarked that everybody on council was looking right at you. Yeah,
1: yeah, they <laughs> they all seem to uh, recall that one annual vote. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, and then uh, also, uh, Mr. Mayor, you had some other informational items, and these were um, uh, two of which were uh, invitations, and uh, one was just uh, kind of a reminder, but uh, if you could please uh, tell us a little bit about those.
1: We are one week away from uh, National Night Out. We're hosting it a little bit later in the month uh, than a lot of other places did. A lot of places do it the first week of August. We're going to do it um, next Thursday, August 18th from 5 to 8 p.m. We've got a couple different reasons for that. Uh, Most of them, we're trying to avoid the start of school year. Uh, Last year, we were on the first night of school, and a lot of people didn't really like that very well. So we're we're backing it up. We think we're going to have a great turnout. We've got a helicopter coming, hopefully, assuming that they don't have to be somewhere else. I think the National Guard's coming. State Police, I think WRBI is going to be there as well. So Mm -hmm. a lot of different community partners. We've really tried to grow it. Um, Different fire departments from around the county, Um, EMS, of course, um, GPD and GFD. And it's just going to be a really great time. But in addition to that, we're going to have lots of activities for kids uh, to participate in, including um, an obstacle course. And I think um, Greensburg Prevention Group is going to bring an animal balloon artist. And uh, for the adults, uh, Nut and Fancy is going to be playing a great uh, Decatur County-based band. They're going to come out and play for a three-hour set live um, in the park. And so bring a lawn chair, come on out, enjoy the evening. We will have um, a dinner prepared by uh, the Greensburg Fire Department. It is free. Everything at the event is free. There's no charge, and uh, you do not have to be a Decatur County resident to participate. We'd love to have you come check out North Park. We've, uh, As I mentioned earlier in this uh, segment, we've been investing in North Park significantly this year, and we're excited to reopen the park uh, next Thursday with a National Night Out. I am hopeful for great weather and a great turnout. So we'd love to have you uh, join us again uh, next Thursday from 5 to 8 p.m. out at North Park. And then just two days later is uh, Saturday, August 20th. We will be having an open house for the water plants. Uh, We've been constructing the plant since 2018-19, and and it is uh, done and opened in the middle of COVID, so we couldn't invite the public through and have an open house. But we are uh, to the point where we want to show off our facility. It has an amazing amount of technology in it that's serving our community very well behind the scenes. So, again, that's uh, Saturday, August 20th, 11 to 1. It's kind of an open house style, come out anytime and we'd love to have you. And then my final uh, thing for the week is on uh, today, actually. Yeah, today we're gonna close the drive up window on the east side of City Hall. We are in the middle of our uh, parking lot reconstruction project. And so that project is gonna creep around the corner. It's gonna be closed for two weeks. It'll be open by uh, the beginning of next month so that all the bill uh, pays that go through the drive through can, can make that loop as well. So lots of great things happening in the city of Greensburg. We're incredibly proud of it. We're in the middle of our budget season and and headed into fall and that doesn't even include uh the friends of fred food truck festival that is uh, saturday august 20th from four to nine as well again we've got the dane cook band coming for that so uh, live music twice in one week uh, here in the tree city uh, yet this month so be sure to join us and uh, we're looking forward to it
0: all right well greensburg mayor joshua marsh as always uh, we appreciate your time uh, you know carving out some time for us to uh Review the uh, Board of Works and City Council meetings each month, and uh, this month, no exception. And uh, continued success to you and everybody in the Tree City, and uh, we will talk to you again soon.
1: Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. Have a good week.